Hey, good morning, everyone. Kurt Everson here reporting from the capital city on activities from the second to last week of the legislative session. I'll apologize up front for my voice. Somehow I managed to re- reacquire a cold that I thought I'd left behind a couple weeks ago. Apparently not. So here are the highlights from week number eight of the 2020 session. The big news for this week relates to Senate Bill 133, which is an act to allow government reserves to be invested in certificates of deposit or time deposits in banks outside of South Dakota. As reported in last week's update, the House Committee on Appropriations scheduled a hearing on SB 133 for Wednesday morning, March 4th. SDBA and ICB of South Dakota lobbyists spent Monday and Tuesday relaying industry concerns to committee members regarding this proposal to allow local governments to place their reserves in brokered CDs with banks located outside South Dakota. During those discussions, it was apparent that legislators had received multiple emails and phone calls from hometown bankers. I'm happy to report that our grassroots lobbying efforts paid off. With Court Trust's Lynn Peterson, ICBSD lobbyist Dean Krogman, and myself waiting to testify in opposition to SB 133, at about noon Wednesday, the bill's prime sponsor, Senator Jeff Partridge from Rapid City, asked members of the House Appropriations Committee to table SB 133 without debate. I want to offer my personal thanks to Lynn for making the long trip to Pier to help make the industry's case against SB 133. I also want to thank Representative Hugh Bartles from Watertown for his efforts to educate fellow Appropriations Committee members on the negative impact that passage of SB 133 could have on local deposits and related lending activity. Working in a coordinated manner, we prepared and communicated effective arguments against SB 133 and were able to achieve the desired results. So thanks to all who engaged, you really did make a difference. Moving on, Senate Bill 157 was a bill to revise provisions regarding county zoning and appeals processes. Governor Kristi Noem led testimony in support of her proposal to eliminate inconsistencies and to add certainty to state laws governing county zoning and conditional use permitting processes. As we did in the House, SDBA joined with 17 other private business interest groups testifying in favor of SB 157. The measure was approved by members of the House State Affairs Committee on a vote of 10 to 3, so SB 157 will be debated by the full House of Representatives next week. House Bill 1126 and 1127 both dealt with allowing appraisers and real estate brokers to prepare evaluations of real property. These two pro-banking, pro-consumer measures were signed into law by Governor Noem on Wednesday. Lastly, I want to talk about Senate Bill 104, which would limit entitlement to mechanics liens. As previously reported, this bill was introduced in response to a a unique, one-off, contractual dispute over the quality of work between a prime contractor and a subcontractor 
involved in a road grading project on a rural road in Meade County. That grading project happened to involve an underground pipeline project. Multiple landowners adjoining the project found themselves subject to mechanics liens placed against their property by the subcontractor. As happens with some frequency in the South Dakota legislature, this proposal received a different reception in the House than it did in the Senate. Members of the House Local Government Committee voted 9-3 to to defer SB 104 to the non-existent 41st legislative day, effectively killing the bill. The majority of committee members decided it just wasn't good public policy to change a long-standing body of law to remedy such an odd and arguably improper use of mechanics liens. Well, that's it for this week. Anybody have questions or concerns, please give me a shout. Have a great weekend, everyone.